Hello and good day, beautiful podcast family. I hope that wherever you are on this planet, you're doing tremendous. I'm sending you all of my prayers, well wishes, and good intentions your way to you, your family, and your friends. We've got an absolutely amazing show for you today. We have Daniel Krenzel on, and we are talking about why you were born to walk with God. We're going to talk about his God Walk app and so much more. This is a fantastic episode. We, we dive in with how Daniel lost everything in the 2008 crash. Uh, hitting rock bottom and drinking for two years on his dad's couch where he eventually asked God for help. Um, we talk about making the decision to walk with God every day, the book of the seven angels, um, how exactly to do a God walk. And for me, after we did the show, I began doing the God walk. And the best thing that I liked about it is the simplicity of the time in my day that I'm going to carve out and cultivate my relationship with God. So I do a lot of prayer. I do a lot of journaling. I do a lot of walking. Um, but this is just a very simple process to communicate with God directly in a very powerful form of prayer. So we talk about uh, all of that stuff, his experiences, and how powerful this process can be. So I know you're going to enjoy the show. And if you like it, please share it far and wide. Consider becoming a member at mattbelair.com to support the show. Um, you can be a member for free or by donation. There is some special content in there. And uh, the best way to support the show, as always, is to do three kind acts wherever you are in the world. Now, for those of you guys who are interested in coaching and working with me, you want to learn how to design a life plan and learn to bring it into existence from your authentic part. So we really get clear on who you are, look at those limiting beliefs and overcoming any kind of limitation and then designing that life and building that life from your authentic center then we use all the peak performance spirituality tools to make that happen so if that sounds like something you're interested in just hit me up matt at zenathlete.com or go to mattbelair.com forward slash coaching so that's it uh, let's come into a state of peace and coherence before we dive in wherever you are in the world just stop what you're doing take in a deep breath in through your nose hold that breath and let it out slowly, filling every cell, muscle, and fiber of your being with joy, peace, contentment, faith, power, courage, and get ready to enjoy this amazing episode with Daniel Krenzel. Hello and welcome to the Mastermind, Body, and Spirit Show. I'm your host, Matt Belair. If you want to support this show, please take a moment to leave a review in iTunes, share episodes, consider becoming a member at mattbelair.com for free or by donation, and most importantly, consider doing three kind acts wherever you are in the world today. Today's guest was taken out by the 2008 real estate crash, and he lost everything. He turned to drinking and lost the house, the cars, the toys, the money, and worst of all, custody of his children. After he got sober, he jumped back into the mortgage business and had massive financial success. As a coach, he trained realtors on lead generation and sales. And yet, even after he had achieved all his goals and he had all the money he wanted, he was still unfulfilled. He felt empty. This is when God stepped in. He told him that his purpose was much bigger than that when what he, is he sorry he told him that his purpose was much bigger than what we were doing and that if he had the courage to listen to his direct guidance he would be massively emotionally fulfilled and finally be living his true calling this is where godspeed with daniel was born now he lives a life of true fulfillment that most men could only dream of 
not only have the money, the body and health and the love of his life, but also waking up every day to talk with God and live his true purpose. Welcome to the show, Daniel Krenzel. Thanks for having me, Matt. I'm so excited to be a part of this. I'm excited to have you here. I haven't butchered a bio like that in a while. So my apologies <laughs> to you and the listeners, but I did get through. That's normally also why I keep it nice and short. So I don't have to read through, uh, you know, something that's long, but you know, your story is fascinating. Um, you know, I only know a little bit from what they sent in the kit. So I'd love for you to just share a little bit about your background. You've kind of, from my view anyway, I'm unfamiliar with your work, come out of nowhere with a really uh, just profound shift and a profound insight. I'd love for you to kind of just share a little bit yeah. about your journey with the audience. Absolutely. I'd like to start when I'm 13 in Ohio growing up. I was, I was in business as a 13 year old. I uh, started mowing lawns um, as a business. My, my dad was actually, we moved into this big house and it came with a riding lawnmower. And he told me, you know, I'm going to pay you a dollar every time you cut the grass. It was like child labor laws he was breaking, you know, obviously, but uh, I, I was cutting the grass and I realized that if I cut the grass twice a week, he paid me double. And then I realized, wait a minute, I kind of like doing this. I like riding the riding lawnmower and doing this. I'm going to get some more jobs. So I printed some flyers and I uh, used my home phone number as, as my office number. And my mom is my receptionist. And as I'm 13, I build a business and it was successful, like very successful to a point to where um, I had, I had enough cash to buy my first car when I was 16, my own money. And, uh, man, I off, off, I went as an entrepreneur and, um, I was always a baseball guy. So we, my dad blessed us with a batting cage wherever we lived in the backyard. So I would always be hitting, um, you know, buckets of baseballs and then I'd be mowing grass or I'd be playing baseball or I would be, you know, going to school. Like that was, that was my schedule. And, uh, I carried that on through high school and, and, and college. And uh, then I got in the mortgage business after, after college, after baseball was over. And uh, I had a lot of success, Matt. Like it, it was, it was the times were great in the mortgage industry. I remember 2006 and seven, I owned my own mortgage company. We were, we were killing it. And uh, I remember something that happened though. And it was, it was, I look back at this and it was something that, that, that I like to talk about, which was, I had like this thought in my head. Like I, I had all these toys and all this money and all this success, but like, I wasn't like happy. It was really weird. Like, I don't know, you know, if you've heard this from, from some of your other guests or, you know, even from yourself, Matt, but like, I was, I was, I wasn't happy. I was just thinking I made all this money and I was making all this money, but like, what else should, what, what else can I do? Like, what else should I do? Like, I don't think the mortgage business is like it for me and literally making, you know, I had a million dollar business. I was the boss. Everything was going great. And I was like, what else am I supposed to be doing? And uh, so I, I, I jumped into a network marketing business. Network marketing was, was something that was just like running rampant in the U S at that time. And uh, I jumped on a team and I thought, I, I thought I could replace my mortgage income with a network marketing company. And, I couldn't because uh, I was making a lot of money on the mortgage side. But I remember like it was kind of, it was like more fun to do the network marketing, but it wasn't a lot of money. Um, but I still was like not happy with where I was. So I was trying to figure out like, what do I do? And then March of 2008 
came around and our mortgage industry flipped upside down. Like I know that you know you're based out of Canada, Matt. Now, uh, do you remember 2008? Did did you you guys had some some effects? In Canada, didn't you with the with the real estate industry? Yeah, it definitely happened here, but I wasn't a homeowner. I was more vagabonding around the world, so it didn't affect me as much. <laughs> yeah, I I uh, I owned a home, a massive home, and I had a lot of in, a lot of money out. I had some investments, but the main thing was like I was doing loans. Um, I, like I was the one that was writing the loans for a lot of the individuals that were purchasing, especially in in Nevada where I was living at the time. And uh, we went from making all this money and like the faucet got turned off like overnight, like no more deals. And I had a lifestyle created around it and I wasn't able to, to keep that floating. So like foreclosure, bankruptcy, repo, like everything happened in my life. And even, even the, the mother of my children, she left, she took the kids. So I ended up on my dad's couch and I uh, went from millionaire to living on my dad's couch, drinking every single day, every moment of the day. Like I, I didn't want to feel anything. And this isn't like a victim story. Like I, I'm not a victim. I just I chose not to to figure it out. It was it was rough for a couple of years. You know, just sitting there not doing anything. You went that you went through that for a couple of years. I did. It was like almost exactly two years. Wow. Um, yeah, it was rough. But I don't really like spending a lot of time there because it's 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 so far. It was so long ago for me. Like like the calendar wise, it was long ago, but also like I've had so much happen in my life since then that like, there's exciting things to talk about now. Like I want everyone to know like what happened, but really like it was July 7th, 2010, where my life changed forever. Um, I was, I remember the sidewalk that I was on and I couldn't stop drinking and I knew I had to stop. I had no custody of the kids. I had no place to, to, to live other than my dad's couch, like I'm like, I'm like dying inside and I'm, I'm drinking like profusely. And I, I look up into the sky and I'm like, God, I, I need to stop. Can you help me like stop drinking? And like, I had like a burning bush, like realization, like it, it, it happened for me. Like I, I, I felt like God, like take it away from me. Like I didn't want to drink or use drugs ever again. And I've been sober as, as a result of that day. And as, as me asking that question for God, like I haven't drank, I haven't wanted to drink since it's been pretty incredible. So a lot of other things happened since then. Um, I got back into the mortgage business because I knew like, that's what I knew. I knew how to make money in that industry. So I was, I was gunning, man. I had to start a new business completely over um, because most of the people that I was in business with in 2006 and seven, like they weren't in business anymore in 2010, just like I wasn't. But I got back in. I had to build a, a new business, and uh, I had a lot of success. The thing was, though, if you remember, I was I was telling you, Matt, like I, I even when I had the success before the crash, I, I was always wondering, like, what else should I be doing? Like, this doesn't feel right. Like I'm making money back then. It just didn't feel right. Now I'm making money again. It doesn't feel right. Like I'm not hurting people. Like I'm doing great service for, for these homeowners. Like they're, it's beautiful what I'm doing, but like, I didn't feel right. And it was like, I was empty inside. I was making a bunch of money, but I was empty. So what I did was I started like hiring coaches, like coach after coach after coach, like <laughs> help me. Like, like I would, I would, I, I remember like hiring this first coach and, and the coach was like gonna, gonna help me like, like build a business, like build a, a stage business. Like I was going to like speak on stages and 
do that. So I remember doing that. And I, I remember spending like 50,000 and then a hundred thousand with this coach. And I'm like spending like serious money. And then like, okay, well, I got some stuff out of this coach, but I still like didn't get what I was looking for. So I hired another coach. That other coach was like over a hundred grand for the next 12 months. And I kept spending all this money and buying all these programs and being a part of all these masterminds. And like, I was having success. Like I would, I would like, I would pay for the coach that would like help me with marketing. Right. And I would like get good at the marketing or I would hire the coach to like, help me like steer me in the right industry. Or I would hire the coach, um, you know, to figure out how to market what it was that I wanted to sell. Or I'd, I'd hire the coach to like, help me like scale or build a sales team or, or whatever it was. And like, they helped, but I was still like, I was missing something. Like I remember I built like this online business that was, that was helping realtors. Um, cause remember I was in that industry. So I, I knew them really well and I was helping them on marketing themselves and, and building a better, you know, profitable business for themselves. And I was helping them with, with getting listings and making sales and, and things like that. And I still felt the same thing, like empty inside, like there was something missing. I was making money in the mortgage business. I was making money in the coaching business and I was just empty. Like, have you ever felt like that where like you, you like hit a target mat or you like hit a goal and then you're like, shit, this is it. Like, this is all I get. Like, you know, well, you know, I've heard that a lot in the podcast, but it's always been funny for me where I did it the opposite way where I was like doing what I was most excited to do. Um, and then I always had to like figure out how to make money to do those things. So it was like a reverse battle where my buddies, most people will get the money and like, Oh, I don't have enough time to snowboard or travel or whatever. But I, yeah. I do know there's been times where I was done with the thing that I was doing, you know? So over yeah. it's like, you know, I remember snowboarding specifically. There was a time where I said, look, as much as I love this, I thought I was going to snowboard for the rest of my life. And I was going to be a professional snowboard coach and do that all day, every day, forever. Uh, it was like, this is done. Like this doesn't give you the same feeling that it once did and you need to shift. And that's when I traveled and shifted. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you can relate at that level, which is cool. Cause you know, some people I, I, I tell the story and they're like, what? You weren't happy. You were making all this. I'm like, no, I wasn't. Like, <laughs> I wish just, I, I look forward to that issue. For, <laughs> yeah. That's not what it's, I <laughs> yeah. It's like a problem of the abundance, you know, right. that was, that was going on. It, it was just like, look, a lot of times I've seen this like over and over again, like it's first, like, I want to make a bunch of money. And then once the money comes in, it's like, all right, now I want to have purpose. Now I want to have meaning behind like my money. And I was there, I was there the first round when I was drinking and partying and, and, and had really no relationship with God, uh, before the mortgage crash. And then I have a relationship with God, but not close relationship. And then like, I'm making a bunch of money again. And I still feel the same way. Then I even get in a different industry and I still feel like, like there's something missing. You know, the coaching industry was cool, but it was, it was still like, it was, there was like a hole in my chest that, that I couldn't fill regardless on like what I would buy, start buying all this stuff, you know, again, and motorcycles and race cars and motorhomes and stuff. And it just, it just, I don't know. I go on vacation. It just, something was missing. So I, uh, I made a decision that I was going to walk with God every day. And, and what I mean by this is like, I was going to start strategically walking with God every single day and asking God what I was supposed to do with my life. Like asking God, like, what's my purpose? What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to make money? How am I supposed to make the impact on the world that I want to make? Like, how do I do this? 
and I started walking with God and some things changed. Um, I figured out like what my purpose was like a lot of people that are, that are listening right now, probably are relating to this right now. Like they're thinking, yeah, what am I supposed to do? Like, what is my purpose? What am I truly supposed to do? Like in my life? Like, how am I supposed to show up as a, as a business owner or, or an employee or whatever it is that you do for work? Like, how am I supposed to show up? What industry am I supposed to be in? Like, how am I supposed to make the impact? How am I supposed to make money? How am I supposed to treat my body? How am I supposed to lift? How am I supposed to eat? Like, how am I supposed to have fun time? Like, how are my relationships supposed to look like? Like, how am I supposed to be a father or a husband or whatever it is? Like, I was asking all these questions because I, I didn't know. Like I was searching for like the answers to my life and it wasn't like searching for answers to make money. It was searching for answers to be like complete and to be fulfilled. And, um, as a result of me doing that, my life changed exponentially. Like it changed to a point to where I, uh, first thing that happened was like, as I'm walking with God and I'm like asking him, what am I supposed to do in my relationships? What am I supposed to do with my business and my financial purpose? What am I supposed to do with my body and health? Like my soulmate shows up like the woman that like God made for me, like the woman that would change everything for me. Like, I, you know, I was, I, I, you know, I've been married before I've, I've kids like, but I was never in a relationship like I am now. And in a relationship like, like that was created off of the basis of me asking God what I'm supposed to do and what directions and steps I'm supposed to take. Um, So this woman shows up in my life and this was like the first aha moment that like I was onto something like strategically walking with God and like consistently on a daily basis, asking him like, what's next, what's next, what's next what's next in my money? What's next in my body? What's next in my relationships? Like I would just keep going. Like, what, how am I supposed to be a father? Like, how am I supposed to show up? Like, I just kept asking these questions and like one step would happen and then another step and then another step. And then this woman shows up and it was like the stars aligned. And I literally like found the woman that is a perfect match. Like my soulmate for me. Like she elevates me like a woman that supports me in anything and everything that, that, that I want to do. Like that was like a huge thing for me. And so I'm like starting to live this life. I'm like, wow, God did this. Cause I would have never made the adjustments or the moves that I made without direct instructions from God. Like I knew it was him. I knew it was his inspiration. It was his voice inside my own head. Like it was, it was him giving me these downloads. It was him giving me these action steps because there's no way I would have taken the, the, the actions that I took. And, and it was a result of listening to this voice that my life changed exponentially. So she shows up, she supports me. She makes me like the man I'm supposed to be. Like she helps me show up the, the way that I need to show up as a father, as a husband, as a business owner, as a leader. And I'm like, okay, this is exciting. So I keep walking with God. I keep asking God, like, what am I like? What am I supposed to work on with my body and health? What am I supposed to work on with my financial purpose? How am I supposed to show up as a father? Like, I kept asking these questions in my daily walks, and I would get I would get sound bites. I would get little pieces, and I would start acting on these little pieces. 
and it was amazing what happened. Like my body, um, how many workout programs are out there, Matt? Like what, what would you say? Like what would put a number on how many workouts? I don't know. Millions, 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 (laughs) probably (laughs) trillions. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Hundreds of millions, billions, hundreds of millions, (laughs) something, something huge, like probably not even a number that we're ever going to be able to come up with. Right. I I was, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I'm like, how am I supposed to work out? Like, how am I supposed to like, cause I've got to like, I know my body has to breathe and my muscle has to build. Like that's who I am. I'm an athlete, but how am I supposed to work out? Right. How am I supposed to eat? How many diets have you seen, Matt? Couple, right? Oh yeah. Even on this show, <laughs> just all the time I'm trying to piece it together. Oh, yeah. You know, you could do keto, you could do, you know, low carb, high carb. You, I'm not even going to go through all Paleo, like, there's intermittent a lot. fasting, meat only, <laughs> vegan, fruitarian. <laughs> yeah. Fruitarian. That's a good yeah. one. Or pescatarian. There's like words now for, oh, for yeah. all the stuff, right? Yeah. So like, I'm sure that that stuff is good for, for different people, but like, what's good for me was what I started asking. Like, what am I supposed to do? I'm not discounting anybody's programs. Like I'm sure they're great, but what am I supposed to do? God, that's what I started asking. How am I supposed to eat? How am I supposed to, to work out and, and elevate my, my, my fitness? Like, what am I supposed to do? He started telling me you eat this way. You lift this way. And all of a sudden I started getting really strong and like full of energy. Like, you know, I'm in my, my, my early forties and I feel like I'm 20 because of like a result of like following what I'm supposed to do that, 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 that ends up in my lifestyle. So like, I'm starting to do this stuff and my body like completely changes. And then I started getting all these toys that start coming into my life. Like I'm, I'm like a guy that always wants to go fast. Like I like super fast. Like I have race cars and I have motorcycles. And what, one of the things I noticed was like, God start pushing me and prompting me to buy like toys. I'm like, there's something going, like, there's something wrong here. Like, like I, like I didn't even feel worthy at, at one point. Like I was like, wait a minute, you mean to tell me that you want me to buy this street bike, this street bike. That's like, the top of the line. It's. Uh, are you into street bikes at all, Matt? Uh, I love them, but I've never been on them. I'm more. I, I can handle a car, so I can relate more okay. to that. But yeah, I would. I would be. In a, I would be in a fast car the second I could. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about the fast car in a second. We got a couple of those that we could talk about. But but the bike. This was like the big aha moment for me. I conditioned myself not to buy like a, a street bike, uh, street bike like a crotch rocket because. Like, I want to go fast. I'm going to kill myself. Like, that was like my, my mentality. And then as I'm walking with God, God's like, no, you're going to buy this. You're going to buy a Kawasaki Ninja H2. Kawasaki Ninja H2 is the fastest production street bike available. You can't buy one from the factory faster. And yeah, like, if, if, if people okay. don't know this too, like uh, crotch rockets are ridiculous. Like they're, they go so fast, so fast. They're, they're obscenely fast. It's, it's insane. Yeah. So if, if now if people know a little bit about a street bike, but they don't know like, like what an H2 is a Kawasaki Ninja. So just to give you like some, some numbers, it's, it's a thousand CC and it's supercharged. So it's, it's not even just like, you know, like it's, it's way faster than the Hayabusa. It's, it's like the fast one. And anyway, I'm like, what do you mean? I'm supposed to buy this bike. He's like, buy the bike. I'm walking with him. He's like, buy the bike. 
So I buy the bike. And then literally like two weeks later, he's like, now you go back to that store and you, and you buy that Harley that you wanted. And I'm like, what is going on here? I realized that God wants me to have these toys because it puts me in my power. When I'm in my power and I'm full of joy and excitement and happiness, I build stuff. I create things. I actually like show up the person that I need to show up. I can help people when I'm fulfilled, when I'm happy, when I'm full of abundance. So like that was another thing that I started realizing inside of, of my walks with God. Like he was giving me what, what, what my body and what my mind needed. And then here was the big one was that my business started to thrive and not my mortgage business, not my coaching business, but my real true passion, my calling started to thrive to a point to where it was a very easy way to be able to make the impact on the world that I wanted to make. But also like I was enjoying every single step of the way. Like I wasn't making a bunch of money and then feeling empty. Like we talked about earlier, like I was fulfilled and I literally like feel complete now because I'm walking with God. Like he's told me strategically what I'm supposed to focus on and what I'm supposed to do. And like, literally like what I wanted to share with you and, and everyone that's listening is there is an opportunity for you to live a full life of abundance. And it starts with you just talking and walking with God. And when you actually are strategic about what questions you're asking, you'll get the strategic answers. And when you get the right answers and you take action on those answers that are inspired by God, like you're going to live a full abundant life. Like there's not one thing that God can't help you with. There's not one marketing piece that he can't help you figure out. There's not one sales you know, adjustment that you need to make that he can't help you figure out. There's not one fulfillment issue. There's not one, there's not one any issue when it comes to, to making money and your true purpose that God won't direct you and help you. Same thing with your body, same thing with your relationships, same thing with being a father or a husband or whatever. Like he will be there to help you. That's what's been so exciting about like how I've been living my life now is that I walk with God and God directs me on where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to focus on. It's been amazing. Bro, well, I really appreciate you sharing um, your story in detail because it's, it's really beautiful and practical because it comes back to one very simple concept, which is to walk with God every day. And it's interesting because um, it reminds me of a journaling practice that I had, and I haven't been, to be honest, in the last couple of years through for a bit of a loop, uh, but I was consistent for years. And when I would have the podcast and talk to different people and they would go through those stories that you would talk about where they would live a life of materialism, basically pursuit of money, which is what we're trained to do. And then they would reach a very unhappiness or, or some painful outcome. They would shift things and then change it into something more fulfilling where in my journaling practice, I would ask like, how can I be of the highest good of all? How can I live in alignment with God? And I would be, I would be communicating on paper daily. So when I go back from, you know, my life and everything I wanted to do is in those journals and more yep. like, you know, so when I had way too many near death experiences, I felt like, Oh, my work is done. I didn't feel like, uh, you know, I should have done something or change anything. And it was the consistent practice to speak with God, to at least inquire and ask for guidance. And, um, you know, I, I, for me, I didn't get everything I was, I always wanted, but like, it, it didn't need, like, because I went in reverse, I didn't need to make the money to go do it. I was living in a multi-million dollar house in Whistler snowboarding every single day. I traveled to 25 different countries. I did it all with basically no money. 
you know, somehow at one, one specific example, when I went to go train with David Lone Bear Senapass, a native American elder, I knew I was supposed to go do that. And, um, you know, I did my practice. I just knew it because over time you keep jumping in. And uh, I had a $27,000 loan. That's how I got, got, you know, through bits of it. So slowly chew through that baby. And then uh, I had to buy a plane ticket to the US and I'm Canadian. So my money sucks. I wasn't making very money at the time. Like the coaching goes up and down and uh, the US is expensive, nowhere to live, nowhere to rent. And I was looking at rent it was about a thousand bucks a month US plus the bills. And I was like, you know what? I know I need to go. So I put the plane ticket, you know, on my, on my card there. And I only had like a few bucks I could even access from my bank. And upon arriving, I had a place to stay in a beautiful house with amazing people who I'm still friends with. They're absolutely incredible. Um, and then I had a bunch of clients all sign up at once and clear a lot of the debt that I had. Um, not all of it, that big chunk is still sitting there waiting for me, but the debt that I had so that I could go and mentor with this Native American elder for a long time. And when you do that, you know, um, it is God. It's something beyond you, but I had to take the steps and I also had to communicate and ask to know where the guidance is coming from. And the last thing I would just wanted to share is um, one of the people that I wrote about in my book, Zen Athlete, uh, Tyrone, he's the only like enlightened, real legit enlightened person I think I've ever met. And I can't get a hold of him again, but he gave me a book to read. And it's basically about this person going through seven doors and meeting seven angels when he's going to die. And if anybody knows this book, please tell me, cause I've been trying to find it again. I can't remember, but he, he, he has like a near, he has a death experience and he meets seven angels and he goes through all this different process. But at the end of the book, when he comes back to life, basically, right? Right? And he goes through all those trials and tribulations. Um, he takes his card and he goes to the hotel where he needs to stay and he gets the nicest room. And it was like, you know, it's okay to live in abundance. You know, God will provide for you. And, um, you know, I just thought that was an interesting uh, way to end the book. You know what I mean? To say, you know, all of all abundance is provided for you. And when we're looking at all of these challenges in the world, I think for some people who are struggling, that can be a tough pill to swallow. So there's a lot of questions I'd, I'd love to ask you, but do you want to comment on any of that first? Yeah, I, I just love what you're saying. I really do. Like you, you literally, we're aligned. Our message is, is our belief system is, is very, very much on the same path, which is exciting. Like there's a reason why we're, we're together right now. And I just love that. I love to be able to look back and see that. So that, that's the comment I have for you. Yeah. Please ask me any questions you want. Yeah. There, there's so many, like the first one, when you say walk with God, like do you, is, and when you hear God, are you saying like you go for a morning walk and then you ask all the questions and you're kind of like in a walking prayer, how do you do that specifically? And how do you receive the guidance specifically? Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, I developed this over many, many walks. So the information I'm going to give you was not something I just decided to do one morning. I, I started the action. And then as I kept going and going and going, I would tweak it to a point to where like, I'm very strategic in, in my life. Like that's my favorite word is strategic. My wife understands this too. Like everything I do is, is very, very um, thought out and very efficient. So I'm going to answer the question here in a second, but I just want you to know like this has been many walks that I've taken. And, and the ultimate reason why I got to where I am today is because I figured out how to open up and get God's guidance like quickly every single morning. So 
like what I'm going to say is like very valuable. Like I really want people to lock in. And if you just listen to this and you start doing it, you can, you can change your life. Like literally starting right after you're done listening to this broadcast. Like that's how powerful this is. So this is what I started doing. Um, first thing is yes, uh, Matt, I would, I would walk, I would get up. I get up early every morning. Um, I get up before the sun rises or very close to that. And I start my walks then. Um, you don't have to get up real early and, and, and do it like first thing before the, the sun comes up, but that's just something that I do. Now, what I noticed is, is that I've got to walk. I got to get into what, what I call a flow state. I can't be like sitting and like think I'm going to get the revelation. I can't like meditation. All this stuff is great, but this is not like a, like a sitting down meditation, meditative state. This is a walking being outside, being connected to God, and, it, and it's it's a flow state. You follow me so far? Like you got to be walking. Yeah, hundred percent. So, okay. And so when I started walking, what I noticed was is that I had to be very strategic on which questions I was asking and how I was setting up the actual walk. So I tried a bunch of different things, but what I'm about to say is like the way that it works the best. So the first thing is is that I would be in this flow state. And I would start walking and I would usually like have a cup of coffee and like, I'd have my cell phone in my pocket and my keys. That would be it. Like I drive to the park. I would go somewhere. That's not my home, not my backyard, not my neighborhood, but somewhere different. I would go somewhere different. Um, I would jump out of the truck and then I would, I would have my coffee and my, my phone and my keys. And that's all I would have. And I would just start walking and I would set an intention would be step one, setting an intention. Meaning I would literally tell God, God, this is what I'm looking to work on for today. It'd be great if we could work on this, but but obviously I'm open to whatever, but this is what I would like to focus on. This is my preference. And the reason I would set it up that way is I was giving God like my my preference on what I'd like, you know, help with or assistance with or direction on, but I'm still leaving it open to where like God is God and God is the boss. I'm not the boss. So I'm not coming in here demanding, this is what we're going to work on. It's, this is what I would like to work on. This is what I'd like to focus on. These are, this is the area I'd like to have answers on, or this situation is what I'd like to, 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 to have your guidance on to navigate through, but obviously I'm open to whatever. So that would be the first step is to set an intention. The second step that I realized that was massively important was to get into gratitude. And the reason that I needed to get into gratitude right after I set an intention, because sometimes the intention is, is, is not, it's not positive. It's fear-based like, Hey, I need help fixing this problem, God. So that's what I'd like to work on today. Like that's, there's a little bit of fear in that. So I noticed that like, I've got to be open. I've got to open this channel to be able to hear the voice of God, to be able to get the download that I'm looking for. So I would get into gratitude. And what I would do is, is I would review the last 24 hours of my life. In the last 24 hours, I am grateful for this. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful. You know, I'm grateful. Me and my wife had an amazing dinner together. Um, I woke up and, and, you know, woke up to a huge smile and a kiss and my kids, we, we got to shoot some baskets last night with me and my son or you know, I had a great conversation with my daughter last night, whatever it is. Like I would have these reviews of the last 24 hours that I'd be grateful for. And then I would set myself up for like success in this walk. So the third part of my walk is where I'm literally like laying it on the table is what I call it. And what I mean by that is I'm telling God exactly where I'm at. Like Matt, God already knows like where we're at. Like he's been watching us. Like he knows, but this is a chance for me to like, get honest with God. Like God, I know that you know this, but I just want you to know that I know like that's the conversation. 
So it's, it's almost like a mirror exercise. Like, God, this is where I'm at in my financial purpose today. God, this is where I'm at in my body and health. This is where I'm at in my relationships. You know, like, you know, yesterday I, I worked out, but I didn't work out as hard as I was supposed to. You know, yesterday I didn't eat as well as I needed to eat or the opposite. I ate great yesterday. My workouts were on point. Like that could be like where I'm at, you know, with my body and my health or with my business, you know, everything is moving great. Everything is exciting. Um, or, you know, it's man, the marketing's not hitting the way that it needs to hit. Like I need help, whatever it is. Like, I'm just letting God know where I'm at because when I do that and I'm being honest, then things are going to, things are going to change for me. Um, it's very important to get honest. So that would be like the third step in my walk. And then the fourth step is where I'm literally asking God for the direct downloads, for the coaching, for the inspiration. And this is where Matt, God like will speak directly to me. Now I, I hear his voice. Um, sometimes it's an inspired thought or an image or like a download of, of a lot of information that I'm getting, or it's God's voice himself. It comes in in different ways but it comes in every single day and every single morning when I'm walking. So I ask strategic questions. God, what is my focus and direction for me to maximize my financial purpose? And then I pause and he starts speaking to me. And then I say, okay, God, what is my direction and focus that I need to have to maximize my body and health? And then I ask the same question about my relationships to maximize my relationships. And then I pause. And as I'm walking and I'm in this flow state, I hear his voice. And this is what I started doing was like, it got so good. Like the information was coming at me so, so big and so vibrant and, 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 and so much information, so many nuggets. I didn't want to miss anything, Matt. So I started literally, I pull out my cell phone. I would go on like a, like a, like a notepad and I would hit the little speak to text. And I would just like speak all of the, the coaching and the revelation and all of the, the words that's coming into my head from God or the, the pictures or the images or the thoughts or, or the ideas. I would just, I would just speak them out. And so I wasn't like slowing down, like trying to type on my phone or I wasn't like pulling out a pen and a paper. Like I was just speaking and I was in this flow state. And then what I would do and what I do every single day now is I literally have all of these, these paragraphs of information and I go to my, my vibe board, or you can just grab a piece of paper or whatever. And I just write out what it is that I need to do for the day and I organize it. And then I, that's how I live my life now is I, I live inspired action. I live like off of God's direction. So when he tells me to do A, B, and C, I do A, B, and C. That's all I do for the day. And it's been, I mean, an incredible abundant life now because I'm, I'm, I'm able to just live an inspired life. I don't try to like make decisions on my own anymore. Wow. Well, that's beautiful. And you know, it's interesting because it weaves in a lot of different practices. Um, in the last podcast that I had with Brad Kearns, he talked about uh, walking in the morning and I shared a story about how Mark England told me about how he would see all these elderly people in great shape. They would talk about walking. Um, that's kind of like passive, you know, that it's good to walk in the morning. We know that. So that's coming up, but also setting the intention to communicate with God. One thing said about meditation is, you know, prayer is, is talking to God and meditation meditation is listening. Uh, the challenge with meditation, because it is passive, is very challenging for a lot of people. Some people, I do believe, can get a great benefit from meditation, and I think walking might make it a little bit easier. Um, you know, I'm a fan of cold training for certain people, too, who've never learned how to quiet their mind. If they can't meditate, they can't do this and that. So I'm like, okay, well, we'll do cold training because 
it forces you so hard into the present moment, you know, you're going to get faster. That's a very intense, but it's a tool that works. And so when you're sharing your process, it reminds me of something I learned a long time ago called image streaming, where you would ask a question and then you would go and uh, basically try to go from the subconscious. They didn't really talk about God, which I think would be a really uh, good intentional upgrade. You know, my intention here is to communicate with God and then whatever comes up, you just keep recording for two minutes straight, whatever it is. And then as you decipher it, you're going to notice there's a lot there and and you could, yeah. you know, we're all connected. It's my belief. We're all connected to God at all times. And so whatever's coming out for those two minutes, especially if you ask God to share and speak to you, then you're going to get something from there. And the subconscious mind is all connected to God anyway. And you'll be able to weave through your own nonsense of your own, um, you know, identity or ego. If you've done a little bit of work and kind of got that, that far. And the other one it reminds me of is a left-hand writing where you're, where you're having the same intention, but what you're sharing is more clear. It's more intentional. It's practiced on a daily basis. And uh, it's just a very simple, powerful and intentional process to communicate with God. And there is no way that that can be a bad thing. And the way that you receive that information um, is going to be different for everybody. So it's pretty amazing that you are able to hear it, um, get the downloads and, oh, you dropped out, but you're back in the game. I just kept talking. Great to have you back. I was, yes. <laughs> so I was just saying that, um, you know, that intentional process each and every day, you know, I think people are going to receive that. Inter- I think it's, I personally phenomenal. You hear a voice. Like I would love to know what does that voice sound like? That is absolutely amazing. Most people can relate to downloads or information, right? But, but I don't yeah. think very many, it's just like working out, you know what I mean? Or like I say, squats or deadlifts, these spiritual principles that are in the Bible and these old texts, they're not that complicated. Like when you say that it really resonates with me. I have not done that as a daily practice. I believe my journaling practice that's very similar but not as tight as your practice. I think it's a very good practice, but I think that one is a little bit of a tighter practice, right? You look at, um, you know, weightlifting, somebody who can squat or, uh, or deadlift a thousand pounds, which happens. There's multiple people on the planet that can do that. It's completely absurd. It's an absurd thing, but it's a simple yeah. practice over time. And so what you're steering toward is a spiritual practice that couldn't be any more, uh, important and profound. And you can add on to that, you know, add on to, you know, whatever your spiritual book is, you know what I mean? Whether it's the Bible or something else um, or something you're going to integrate in that day, but the honest intent, and I think there's going to have to get a, a person who really knows the Bible well back on here, but um, you know, there's got to be a lot of verses that talk about the honest intent to communicate with God and for God to lead your life and for uh, you to be connected and you to be led. So, do you want to just talk on that rant? Because I could go for a while, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just love absolutely. it, man. I think that's brilliant. So, yes, thank you. Um, so first thing uh, I, I do want to mention uh, about the Bible. I, I don't quote the Bible. I don't know the Bible very well. Um, I do believe in God. I believe in going to church. I don't go every single week. Um, if you do go to church, great. If you read the Bible, great. If you don't read the Bible, that's fine. If you don't go to church, that's fine, too. It's it's God. Like. There's no rules in my message on how this will work if you do this practice. So I want to first say that. Like just just know there's one requirement. The one and only requirement is is that you believe in God or you believe in something bigger than you 
that's going to give you the information when you ask for it. If, if you can have that fend out that foundational truth, like this practice will work for you every single time. Like there's not one morning that that I that I wake up and not get answers. Not one. I got answers today. I got answers yesterday. I will get answers tomorrow. I know this. And I know that like, I can't live my life without that. So I do know that there's a lot of spots in the Bible that talk about, you know, asking, he, he will be there for you and, and, and all of that, like asking, he will answer there. There's, there's many quotes. Again, I don't quote the Bible. I just do know that it's there. And, um, you should get someone that's like really well-versed on it. And, and you would, you'd be surprised how many times, um, every, every once in a while, when I do go to church, like I hear them quoting the Bible, the, the pastor or the priest quoting the Bible. And they're like, literally talking about seeking God's, you know, God's direction, like in different ways and in different words and in different books inside the Bible. And, um, I think it's very powerful for people to understand, like, the only requirement with the message that I have today is that you just got to believe that there's something bigger and better than you. If you can do that, then you're not walking with yourself. You're walking with God and God's going to help you. It's that simple. Yeah. I love that. And I think with um, religions and churches, uh, you know, I think there's positives and, um, you know, challenges with, with the institutions um, and with each one specifically different challenges. Yeah. But the idea I could say is like, okay, fitness is just a, such an easy one. Everybody goes to church to be more fit, but then nobody goes to the gym after. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's basically you go in there, you know, it's okay that you're, you know, it's like you're communicating. Yes, it's possible, but what are you going to get up and do? Uh, there's, you know, the analogies of like, um, of, you know, you have to do the work, you know, prayer, like looks a lot like hard work, you know, but as long as it's inspired action, you're willing to do the work, you know, when you're really passionate and aligned and fulfilled, and you know, where you're going, you're willing to put in those hours, and you're proud of the work. And that's, that's the most important thing. You know, when you look at when I've had those near death experiences for myself, I was like, holy, like, you know, your life does flash a little bit before your eyes and you reflect. It's like, I'm a proud of a lot of the work I've done. I don't think I've been perfect in any single way. Um, and there's a lot, a lot that I wish that I, you know, could improve upon, but like the general premise of the work is like, I'm proud of a lot that I've done that stayed that, that I tried to do my best. And it was something of meaning a purpose by my own definition, through my own understanding of myself with the asking of God. But the other thing I think God will do is that um, he'll choose something that's unique to your gifts. He's not going to get you to do something that you hate. It's going to align up with who you are, and that's going to be best for everyone as well. So you're more in alignment with yourself. You're more in alignment with God, the creator spirit. And then uh, you're more in alignment with everyone else. And you are somebody in this environment that's putting out a lot of positive energy, um, a you know, if you think about mirror neurons and what, what you're viewing in the world, especially now with all this, to me, overt satanic stuff, we don't have to get into that, but overt, you know, harm and danger and uh, predatory, you know, whether it's just from social media, whether it's from news and movies, you know, and I studied a lot of um, psychological warfare and, and I can see it in the ads and I can see it in the, I can see it, yeah. you know, openly. So when that all exists and it does, and you're a walking example of like put on the armor of God or being connected to God or being in a, in a state where you are fulfilled, where you are confident, where you are fearless, that is so powerful and people see it and they know it's true. You don't have to fake it. Just like when you know, someone is really in shape. They're not faking being in shape. They are right. doing that. And we we have the opportunity to be spiritually in shape. 
That's right. Absolutely. Here's one thing I do want to touch on that, that you mentioned uh, about psychological war- warfare. It, there's, there's a good versus evil situation going on on earth, in the US, in Canada, everywhere. And, and there's, there's, there's evil forces that are coming against us. Here's the thing that I know. The more men, alpha men that walk with God and are getting the answers directly from God, not social media, not from the press, not from news, not from other countries that control our press, not from any of that, but from the true source of, of, of our existence from God. When men are connected to God and are showing up as the husbands and the fathers and the business owners that they need to be, that is instructed by God, our world is going to change. Like I know my mission and my true purpose is to connect as many men, alpha men, as I can to God directly. And when I do that, what's going to happen is the world is going to change. Like I am going to change the world because I'm connecting men to God in the masses. And what I mean by that is like the more men that walk with God and, and, and hear the true essence of God's voice and his instructions and his direction, that is going to be men that are led by God, not led by BS, not led, led by propaganda, not led by the evil. And our world is going to change as a result of more men being, being instructed and, and guided by God. Wow. Well, I love that. And I think that uh, when you said that I got, I got chills, man, I, I love it. You know, I, I, I put this out to the, my podcast group and um, you know, people, I got deleted a lot, but on, if you follow me on telegram and, and on the email, you've seen it, like, you know, the best prayers and the best intentions are, you know, are things that you've really enjoyed. And one that came up for me was just like, okay, if I'm here on, on earth, what's the thing that I can do? And it's connect as many people to God as possible. So the, you know, to hear someone say that out loud, that's been outside of my own head, I think is truly profound because that is a very pure thought. And I think it's almost impossible to come at it egotistically to do, you know, and it, 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 I think even if you did, you know, you get smited, there's like, you know, well, all right, we can't, there's a, there's a video of a girl that's on the internet who basically laughed at everyone's face for not taking the Kool-Aid thing. And then, and then passes out on stage, like literally, like the timing is just so crazy about what happened. So, and when we talk about the evil forces, I, I'm glad you kind of shared the same idea. Um, they're, they're like, it's, it's on overdrive right now and it can be yes. frightening, and I think they wouldn't do everything. There's these memes going out there. Like they wouldn't put all this into propaganda, all of this stuff. They wouldn't do everything if they were going to win. You know what I mean? It's like, they know they're going to lose. It's like, I give the example of if you have one man who like, I know martial arts and pretty good and pretty in shape. Right. And I, if I come into your family and you don't know um, anything, I'm probably not going to win the fight. If you're protecting your family. Even though I'm way better than you, I'm way stronger than you, I'll probably kick your ass, right? If you're defending your family and fighting for something, you'll be yeah. able to, def- you'll figure something out because you're fighting for something. And that feeling of, you know, and, you know, the fighting is one feeling to protect, but to grow. If you could take that same, you know, what you would do for your mother, your father, your children, how you would protect them, what you do for them is anything. It's a, it's a beautiful feeling. You wouldn't think about it one second, you know, someone you love, the best friend, you would do anything for them in the, in the most pure, righteous, beautiful way. So if you could take that same energy and that same purity into a gift you had for the world into how you lived your life, um, and you were able to see God work through you. And I love, 
the distinction that you're saying, you know, if people are uh, getting God's guidance, not mine, you know, it's not come to the no. Matt Belair podcast and get Matt's guidance and uh, he'll tell you what to do. It's like, no, no, no. There's a bigger thing that you need to learn how to connect to in your own way. We're sharing different ways to do that. But what's the practice you can commit to? And this one is is very simple. It's It's wonderful. I think it's great. Yeah. I, I want to touch on something uh, again here. This is like really important. Like, look, coaches, coaching programs, masterminds, all of that stuff is very, very powerful. It's very smart for you to go and do that as a human. You need to be influenced by outside influence. You need to, you need coaching, you need inspiration, you need outside sources. Here's the only thing that I say though, in front of that is if you can have God guide you, on who those individuals are, who you should link up with, who you should hire, you, you're you not going to miss. You're not going to spend money on that program that you shouldn't have bought. You're not going to spend money on hiring that coach you should have never hired because you felt something because they had a good sales pitch or they had a good marketing piece. Like If God instructs you and, and guides you and you're inspired by God and, and that's the coach that shows up in your path, that's the coach that you hire. You see like the difference there? Like so many people like think, oh, they're the greatest coach, man. They're going to help me with my marketing or they're going to help me make sales. They're going to help me with fulfillment. Like, what does God say? That, that's, my, that's my first step. What does God say? You know, and, and people that, that, that do that, they don't miss. They don't miss in life. Yeah, I love that. And I, I think the right teacher comes at the right time. And yes. if you know how to discern, right? Some people say, well, who's the right person for me? That's that's how you do it. That's how you you start right there by getting super clear. And you you know, some people call it their own intuition. And I think it's just smarter to give that power to God or the greater force. You know, when you go to sleep at night, is it you that's that's breathing, you know, is it, you're so special that, that you were created that your body's (laughs) keeping you alive. No, there's something else doing that. Something formed you. This is such a mysterious world and everything in this world. If you look at the material realm, which basically all spiritual teachings tell you to overcome, which you were in there and you got, you got to bathe in it. And that sounds fun. I want to do that, you know, but it, it will leave you empty if there's no fulfillment. You know what I mean? You can have all the yeah. cars, all the nice restaurants, and you can even play this out in your mind if you want to, because you'll realize it very quick. If you if you just did that to excess, there would be there would be emptiness at the end. So where fulfillment comes in is knowing who you are, what your spiritual connection is, being fulfilled and being who you truly are. And I think that's always being of service to other people. I don't think you can get to real fulfillment just serving yourself, right? And that's basically what uh, Satanism is: is serving the and you know, doesn't matter what harm you would cause other people. You know, it's all about you and then your family. And you can get to a level of like contentment, but true, honest fulfillment. I don't think it's possible to um, gain that way. You know, I think that yeah. it's a, it's a dead end. And and so many people like you have, have done that. You know, they got the financials, and you weren't doing it in a mean way. You just got all the riches, and you're like, holy, I have everything. You know, I'm on the my, I'm in my RV, then I'm going to my Ferrari onto a boat. Why am I so sad? And it depends on like who yeah. are you with and all these other things. It, it won't make you happy. It's nice for a day, but when it becomes your lifestyle and you don't have all those other pieces, then it's just going to be empty. That's right. Absolutely. I was literally looking around going, this sucks with more money in the bank account than I knew what to spend, you know, spend it on. Like, what am I going to buy? Like, this sucks. Like, what is wrong with me? 
Like that's literally how this came to fruition. That's how that's how the God walk happened. Um, Matt, I want to ask your permission. Can I can I do something special for you and everyone that's listening? Because I, I really want to do that. Is 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 that okay if if I give someone some give everyone something that that's very powerful? Hundred percent. Yeah, I'd appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. So I created the God Walk app. Um, this app is something that that is what I do and what I use every single day. It's it's setting the intention, getting into gratitude, laying it on the table, asking God for the guidance, and then actually having the app so you can record the guidance inside the app. So then you have something, you have marching orders, you have like the nuggets recorded, and you have the training to understand like when I'm walking with God, like is it his voice? Or, or is it my voice? Like, how do you, how do you determine that? Like, am I in the flow state? Right. Am I doing this right? Like there's so many things inside this God walk app that, that, that I want to share with everyone that gives them all the answers, gives them the structure. Um, it's available in the app store. The God walk apps available on Google play and iOS. Um, here's the thing. If you go to the app store, you, you guys can download it right now. It's 399 bucks to download it on the app store. Um, what I want to do that's special for everyone is I want to make it available for everyone that's listening to this broadcast for 27 bucks, literally $27. You get full access to everything. Um, so if, if you don't believe me, go to the app store first and look at it. It's $399. You can purchase it. It's the same God walk app. It's, it's God's be with Daniel. It's everything that you need. It's Everything that I use on a daily basis, it's there for you. Or you can go to godspeedwithdaniel.net, godspeedwithdaniel.net, 1S, godspeedwithdaniel.net, and you can purchase the Godwalk app for 27 bucks. And um, you're only going to know this because you're listening to this broadcast with Matt, and you're you're one of Matt's followers. You're following Matt, and you're listening to Matt, and uh, I'm making it available for you for $27 because I want to. And because I feel very called to do that, I don't make this offer to everyone. I don't know, Matt, if you've if you've heard some of my other podcasts, me being a guest on other people's channels. I, I don't do this for every single opportunity. I just feel inspired to do it for this one. So, hopefully, the the viewers that are listening that that want to walk with God and have that structure, but then also have the device and the app to be able to record everything inside of it and get the training to know that you're in a flow state and you're doing it. You know, to where you're you're channeling God's voice and not your own. It's twenty seven dollars. You can go to godspeedwithdaniel.net and pick it up. Well, thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. And I'm sure the audience will. I'm I'm definitely interested in checking out and trying it, and happy to um, pay that. Now, people are going to kill me if I don't ask you this question. And apologies if it's offensive, but I'd love to hear your answer. Why is it so offensive, or why is it so expensive? I have some buddies who built apps. So I feel like I know the answer why I know one buddy who went bankrupt <laughs> building an app, but people are going to ask, you know, yeah. if it's connecting to God, why is it so much money? Yeah. Well, first thing is let, let's, that's a great question. I'm not offended at all. Okay, um, let's first, <laughs> after let's being first so answer. kind and, and giving us a massive discount, yes. they go, Hey, yeah. screw you. Why is it so- <laughs> I know people are going to ask, so I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Let, let's talk about this for a second. If, if, if this app, let's say if this app actually does what I say it does, it connects you directly to God. It gives you every single answer you're looking for, for your business, for your body and your relationships. It gives you a routine that you can start your morning off and actually live and create a life full of abundance. What is an app like that really worth? 
It's like, think about that for a second. Oh yeah. If it, it, if it actually does that, I think it's priceless. It's priceless. hundred thousand, 500,000 million dollars. Like if it truly would give you everything that you're looking for in your business, your body and your relationships, it should be valued at such a higher price. So that's the first way that I'll answer it. The second way that I'll answer it is God wants it to be charged. God is not for free. And what I mean by that is if you give an app to somebody that's free, they're not going to treat it with the respect that they need to treat it. That's why I don't make it available for $27 to everyone because then people will treat it as a $27 app, not a $400 app. So I'm only doing this for you because I, I really like you and I could just feel the audience. They're, 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 they're people that are spiritually led and they will definitely walk with God being able to, to, to pick it up for $27. There's some people that want it that would pay $3.99, but they can't afford it. Well, guess what? You, you can afford $27. Everyone can afford $27 to walk with God. And then the last answer or, or way that I'm going to answer this question is apps are very, very expensive to build. To, to be on Google Play and iOS and to actually have an app that's functional um, was a lot of money. I'm not going to tell you guys what the, the price tag was, on like how much the tech was to, to actually create this, but it was very, very expensive, massively expensive. And um, just realize that you're not just getting an app. You're not just getting like unlimited God walks. You're also getting the training inside. It's not, it's not training of, of me telling you what to do. It's training on me showing you how I walk with God. There's, there's sample God walks inside the training to where you can see me actually using the app and actually walking with God and channeling God's voice. So that's, I'm like revolutionizing the app store uh, single-handedly I am because there's not very many people that are putting training inside an app. Um, and I'm doing that uh, simply because you need it. You don't need to go to a website and log into a Kajabi or a ClickFunnels account and like go to the training and listen to the portals. Like, no, it's inside the app. Everything you need is inside the app. All right. Well, I appreciate you answering that question. And uh, I just want to share like a story with the audience. I remember when I left Whistler to make money so I could travel the world uh, selling cars. And uh, I'm very good at selling things, but I don't like overcharging people for stuff. And everyone always told me the more you charge for people, the happier they're going to, they're going to be. And I was like, this is such bullshit. Like there's no effing way. <laughs> and I swear to God, like the people who paid more for their car were happier. And the people that paid just like a hundred bucks over, or if I, I would, I would be at the, at the dealership and say, look, like I'm here today. Like this is what we paid for it. I give them the bottom line deals, never sold one car that way ever. And <laughs> And so if we did the other way, they'd buy them. But also uh, I've gone through this whole process with um, my Zen athlete book and my program and uh, in this conundrum that I've had where people, they perceive if you, if you have it for free is valueless. You know, I wanted yeah. every athlete ever to go through Zen athlete. I want every person who wants to learn about uh, peak performance and mindfulness and how to, you know, achieve greatness to get that book. But if I give it away for free, they do perceive it as value, uh, valueless and they, they're a lot less likely to go through, but when they invest in it, they're much more likely to go through. So it is a weird psychological thing that is totally true. And it's unfortunate. It's one that I don't like accepting, but uh, like you said, it, it is a, is an absolute uh, real thing. So, um, I just appreciate you sharing that two cents with that. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I, I, I want to help everyone. And like I said, my mission is to connect as many, uh, 
men, women can, can get the app too, but I am literally specifically looking for connecting as many men as I can to God. And, and when that happens, the world changes and, and, and us kind of going back and forth and stuff. That's why, you know, there's, that's why there's, there's, there's a cost to it. And that's why there's such a discount also because of where we're at and, 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 and everyone that, that you have and what you're involved in here, Matt. So I'm like really excited to, to do what I'm like built to do, which is connect people to men, like or connect, you know, men to God. Like that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm doing that. I'm living that life. So I feel, I feel fulfilled myself doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Well, that's beautiful, man. And I appreciate that. And I invite everybody to check that out. It's something I'm going to try. I've been getting the uh, nudge to do the walks, you know, the journaling for me is for the first time ever petered off. I've been years of every day doing that journal process. And so, you know, getting up and being active and, and going into a flow state when I had one of my mystical experiences, it was from a walking meditation. And then, um, uh, something crazy happened. <laughs> if you look at my my YouTube video of Thoth, I had to retell that story to a friend who hadn't heard it. And I was like, oh yeah, I can't believe that happened. Like that didn't make any sense. So there is, you know, there is a lot of evidence for a another realm, but there's there's profound evidence for God. And I think that it's up to us whether we want to communicate with God or not. And this is a very simple an easy and practical way to do that. I'm coaching a young man right now. And I've coached a lot of other people. I started to coach more and uh, a little bit more in fitness. Like people ask me these questions because they see some of the videos that I have and uh, I'm not an expert in it, but I can almost, you know, deadlift 475 and squat. It's getting up there. It's not the strongest in the world coming from something else, but like that's nothing compared to the guys that I'm looking at, but their process wasn't complicated. What I share people to have like strength or it's not complicated, but it has to be repeated over time. And there has to be this willingness to go do it. It has to be in them. And so I feel like that same willingness needs to be there to connect with God, to be guided with God. And um, whether you, you know, if you don't want to do, you know, Daniel's process and you say, you know, Daniel, I don't like your process, but you got your own, do that every mother effing day. And I guarantee you'll connect with God. It's that willingness, right? But this is one that's worked really well for you and it's simple and it adds a lot of other benefits to it. And so, you know, why not give it a go? Yeah, absolutely. We need to stay connected, Matt. So uh, however that looks, let's, let's stay in touch, especially after you have, after you have a couple God walks underneath your belt, like, like reach back out to me and let, let's, let's jump on a call together and let's talk about it. Cause I know things will happen. You'll have those mystical experiences like right away. And awesome. that, that, that drives me. It really does. Awesome. Well, man, this has been a blast. I, I appreciate you coming out the other side. I'm sorry. You had to go through two years of on the couch, alcohol, alcohol, crying, whatever you had to do there. Um, but I'm glad you're on the other side with a very pure mission. I invite people to check out the app. Thank you for the generous discount. I'll take advantage of it myself. And, um, and also too, like as a podcaster, um, you, people always want stuff for free, you know, like I put out, like I barely get by, well, let's just say like the podcast doesn't crush it. Let's just say that. And that's 550 episodes of a long time, you know, uh, of a lot of effort and, uh, contributing to people who you, think are doing good work in the world, I think is important. And that's something, you know, I've learned in the, um, what I don't even know what you call it, like the spiritual space, the festival space, the people trying to do something positive is like honoring each other's worth and value, I think is important yeah. as well. So um, just thank you for that offer to the audience. And I'm happy to contribute as well. Uh, is there anything that you wish that I had asked or that you want to leave the listeners with before we close the show? 
I just want to remind everyone something that, that was like an overarching theme of what we've talked about today was I was always, regardless of success or not success, I was always searching for what I was supposed to do. What was my purpose? And through consistently walking with God, I created and found it. And it was only because I was consistent walking with God. So however that looks for you, that that is that is what's required for you to really truly line up with what you're supposed to be doing and and really answer the the million dollar question which is like why are you here what are you supposed to do with your life and i think when you when you answer that question through a consistent walk or a consistent relationship with god um you'll live that full fulfilled life that you've always been looking for yeah, I love that. And I see a comment in the YouTube here that just says, uh, we're all one in God and the self is, um, the self alone is. And I just thought of it as like, oh, the self is enough to like, this is how I interpret it anyway. The self alone is enough. And I was like, well, that's kind of ego-y. And then I was like, oh, well, no. Every, what I remember from working with David Lone Bear is that we are, we all have access to God. We don't need a gatekeeper. We don't need to go to a spiritual person, a spiritual guru. Um, you know, the Catholics have it set up where you got to go to this priest and he's going to forgive you your sins. You walk through this door. You know what I mean? You do a crab a crab walk and you're all set up and then go and four air squats things. and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah four so, air squats and then you're there. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> yeah, this is like no, you have a direct uh, call line to God. Everybody has that gift because I I believe that we were all created by God and we are here in God's creation. And so if we are indeed God's children, and this is a belief set, that's why atheists, if I hear them talk or uh, other philosophies, I hear them talk and they don't have that connection. There's an emptiness that resonates with them. There isn't a completeness and maybe they could be right. I don't believe they are. Um, you know, I've experienced things, you know, over and over that are just so profound that it, it couldn't be anything other some, than some sort of divine intelligence and God is an easy way to use that word, um, acting force, right? But if you don't want to believe it or see it, you don't have to, and you can continue to live your whole life that way. And until you probably get these nudges and these experiences that are trying to wake you up, but you can choose to ignore them as well. So, um, yeah, just knowing that we all have access to God directly through, but it, but it does create our effort, right? Everybody that's with the men's stuff. I was, you know, I do some of the men's work too. And I was like, everyone can deadlift 500 pounds. Like I'm almost there. I just learned how to do it way late. If I would have known this in my yeah. early twenties and it wouldn't have changed anything else, I would have just added or squat. You know what I mean? It's like, I could have been crazy yeah. strong because it's in my capability doing nothing superhuman. And that's what the monks did with breaking stone. They didn't do anything crazy. They just did something silly, like poking a stone and learning how to meditate, you know, for years. And then they could break stone with two fingers. It doesn't make any sense, but it's yeah. that consistency over time that really proves uh, to show supernatural results, what it seems to be. Let me ask you a quick question, Matt. Um, you look really lean. How much do you weigh? <laughs> two fifteen. <laughs> so you're you're deadlifting four seventy five, and you weigh two fifteen. Well, I started a lot more, and I'm only like five nine, so I'm like a beefcake right now. <laughs> you you got to realize something though. You weigh two fifteen, and you're deadly deadlifting four seventy five. Well, that's huge. Like yeah. that's. I don't deadlift. I'm sure I could deadlift some pretty good numbers. I'm I'm a heavier dude, but like, that's a big, big deal. Like, I don't think people realize that. Like, that's that's a, <laughs> that's that's huge. That's like the little guy that can bench like some serious weight. Like, deadlifting is is no joke. When you weigh two fifteen and you're deadlifting more than double that, like, 
that's a big deal. Really? Is. Yeah. And I, so, <laughs> I wow. appreciate that. Yeah. It is funny. Cause I like, I shouldn't weigh this much as a snowboarder forever weighing like one ninety. So I, I think I put all my butt in my legs. Um, but again, <laughs> the, the reason why I shared is cause it's in the physical realm. Right. And all I changed yeah. was I started to add that exercise over uh, a period of a few years, right. To everything else. And to my own surprise, I kept putting on weight. So imagine you knew that before, right? And so when yeah. you hear the right process and information for the goal you have, and if the goal you have is to be more connected with God, why not put a simple process in place? Why not commit right. to that process, right? And then look every day. And so your app is just a, a really easy way to go look at it and say, okay, well, here's one. And I don't know of one that exists. I know of my own accountability right? Through the journaling, things like that. But often we can kind of get sidetracked. So whatever an individual can do uh, to, to make right. that their, their highest priority. I think that for me is just like, you know, of all the podcasts I do, sometimes it's like, man, so simple. Like the hell is I doing? Like, that's such a great idea. So, <laughs> <laughs> so amazing work. I appreciate you. If people want to check out the app or they want to follow your work, or if they want to stay connected, where should they go? Yeah. So to get the app for the $27, godspeedwithdaniel.net, godspeedwithdaniel.net. Uh, you can also check us out on any one of the handles, all the social media channels, Godspeed with Daniel. So Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, all the cool stuff. We're there too. But but literally, if you want to walk with God and and, and capture the discount, don't download it on the app store. Just go to godspeedwithdaniel.net and you can purchase it for $27. Awesome. Well, that's appreciated. I appreciate you coming on the show. I'm excited to check it out and test it for myself and recommit, you know, and even in actually, I keep getting distracted and closing down, but you know, in baptism, what that really is, is a commitment to God, you know, a commitment in, yeah. in the Bible. It says you cannot serve uh, mammon and, or you cannot serve two masters. You cannot serve mammon and God. You can't serve materialism and money and God, but if you put God first, abundance will f follow, but it's got to be in the right way. It can't be, Oh, I would serve God. If I knew my pay would be settled and you know it doesn't work like that it's got to be that first and then and then whatever the result is and i can tell you my own life of all the things that i've done i didn't do it with a big bank account but i did exactly the most exciting fulfilling thing i would had billions of dollars wouldn't matter i needed to go there and do those things i got to do all of it and i always had enough to do it and i watched how you know miracles happen to, to make that work so um thanks for coming on the show appreciate appreciate you and uh yeah we'll stay in touch for sure Thanks for having me. We'll talk yeah. soon. Okay. My pleasure. See you, everybody. Peace. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the absolutely amazing Daniel Krenzel. I hope that you enjoyed that show. Uh, if, feel free to check out his special offer to get the Godwalk app. I know that I've been enjoying it, and when I'm not doing it daily, it's just a reminder that, oh, I'm not taking that time to create my relationship with God. And there's many ways that I do that, but what it does is it's this daily reminder um, to see, you know, am I doing that? That's the most important thing I can do is cultivate my relationship relationship with the creator and everything will get better from there it inspires me to do more of my other spiritual practices whether it's journaling or meditation or reading spiritual works i'm currently going through the bible so there's a lot of things it inspires me to do just by having that daily practice so um, if you're interested i highly recommend it it is an amazing app and um, it really does inspire you to stay consistent and that is the big thing um, for those of you guys who want to get connected with me reach out matt at zenathlete.com happy to hear your questions 
questions, your comments, your concerns. If you want to work with me, um, just hit me up there. That's the best way to get a hold of me. The I'm on Telegram still. Been posting a little less over on Instagram for the third time. I uh, just can't seem to be give up there. And uh, working on some interesting things with uh, Zen Athlete and a couple other projects. So if you want to stay connected, head over to mattbelair.com, become a member, join the email list, and that's it. So thank you guys so much for being here, for listening to the show, for supporting it. Um, I'm sending you all of my blessings, prayers, well wishes, and just appreciation for having your time and attention. So that's it. Um, so let's come to a state of peace and coherence before we close the show. Wherever you are in the world, just stop what you're doing. Take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and let it out slowly, filling every cell, muscle, and fiber of your being with joy, peace, contentment, faith, power, courage, and get ready to enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs>